Hi, and welcome to Moments at Arvida, a podcast about everyday people, their stories, their struggles, their triumphs, and their insights. You see, I believe that we all have a story to tell and a unique insight based on our particular lived experience. Let's call it our magic. Each week, I'll be interviewing a different community member at the Arvida Independent Bookstore in Old Town, Tustin. Why? Because their story is my story, is our story. Today, I have the honor of speaking to Tustin Mayor Pro Tem Letitia Clark. In 2021, Clark was nominated to be the city's new mayor, making her the first black female mayor of Tustin. She has received many awards for her advocacy work on behalf of women. Clark is a mom of three, a dedicated community leader, and a published author of a children's book, Mommy is the Mayor. And she has another book on the way titled Baby's Room to the Boardroom. You can purchase a copy at the Arvida Book Company in Tustin. One other thing that, um, that when I was reading your book, I thought of is it's like kids, when you're around them, they do ask difficult questions that you forget <laughs> to ask yourself as you grow older mm. that are like, oh, yeah, you know, like, mom, what's life and death and the meaning of things and you're like you know those questions that you're just like I tried to answer them at one point they were too hard so now I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna put it on hold yeah but there's value in those questions Mm -hmm. and value in what you learn from having to explain something to your child um I read somewhere recently you don't really know something until you've had to teach someone, Wow! you know, about it. Yes, that's good. You know, there's one lesson in the book where um, my son uh, was talking about how he wanted to be a medieval, medieval times knight. And he just was like watching this video from medieval times. And uh, I kept saying, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> like, you, can, <laughs> you can't be a knight. He was like, well, why? And I'm like, because it's not a real job. And he was just kind of like... But somebody's doing that job. <laughs> like, that. somebody is getting paid. He's like, oh so they, God, yeah, they don't get paid. I'm like, well, yeah, that guy at Medieval Times. He's like, well, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a career, you know. So, so but I realized in discouraging him, I was like, I am literally killing his dream. Like, yeah. he's telling me, yeah, mom, I see this person. I want to do that. Yeah. And you're telling me I can't do it because it doesn't make a lot of money. And I had to, you know, have a conversation yeah. with myself. Like, look what you're doing. Instead of encouraging him to be a medieval times knight, you know, you're you're you are deciding and putting it out there every reason why he can't do it instead of why he can do it. Mm. And just that little lesson, it, you know, it made me dial back and say, I have to be more encouraging. I have to speak, you know, life into my kids when they have a, a dream and a vision. But without mommyhood, you know, I may not have had that reflective moment about how it's so easy to just kind of shoot things down because of my own perspective um and how people do that to to me we we're just talking about dreaming and, and so um little lessons like that that have kind of been life hacks that I put in the book so mm-hmm. and ladies if we're truly honest with ourselves our kids they inspire us to work harder yeah. because mm-hmm. we know there's someone watching 
Right. We know there's someone hearing us. Yeah. We know we're someone's role model. I love that you brought your daughter here today. Yeah. <laughs> she just um, exited the room. She was about to cough <laughs> or sneeze or something. <laughs> What do you want young girls in the world to know? And what is something that you wish someone had told you? Mm. Or that you wish you'd just known about sooner? Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I try to tell my daughter, I think it's it may be a generational thing for her, too, that, you know, there's not a lot of good things that happen without hard work. Like, you just... It's just a part of the process. And I mean, we go through um, just, you know, some of her goals and things like that. And often, and I hear her and her friends sometimes talking just like, oh, that's too hard. That's going to take too long. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I wish someone would have told me that. It's, it's just part of the process. Mm -hmm. And the the delayed gratification, the, the quicker you start getting kind of comfortable with that, you will start to see success. You know, you keep putting yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you can grow. You know, not like unsafe situations, yeah. but uncomfortable situations to meet new people, to try new things. And you give yourself permission to, to dream bigger. And so that's kind of the only way you can do that. Um, otherwise, you, again, you, you then you don't even stop yourself anymore you're stopping other people which i mm -hmm. see all the time older adults people in my life consistently trying to stop me from doing very ambitious things because it's scary to them yeah and so they say oh why would you want to do that yeah. you don't want to experience you know hardship or pain or fear and so a, a lot of times for me i'm like well i've, I've done scary things before <laughs> I, I think i can take on the scary thing but for them yeah. They may have stopped themselves at every opportunity to really push through fear. So they're terrified for me. And so, um, again, you just continue to do that through your life. Whatever, you know, muscle you decide to exercise, it's only going to get stronger, whether you feed into fear or whether you push through it. Sam was the first person I interviewed. I, I'm just, I, from the moment I met her, just been always very impressed mm -hmm. with how big she dreams yes. and why not because right. it's can i curse because it's freaking free to dream <laughs> <laughs> like it just why not do it there's there's you don't need permission for it you don't need to sign a waiver of anything yeah. you can just and you do that um and i feel like there is something amazing happening in the world right now where we as women don't have to imagine as much and we can see mm -hmm. the changes mm -hmm. and that is powerful i was watching that um that movie about the musical about the bronx and the dominican i'm dominican um, okay uh yeah which, what in the heights and i yeah. swear to god I was so happy when I saw my mom's coffee, Cafe Bustelo, in there. And I was like, <laughs> yes. my story is real. I see it. It's like it, it in the weirdest ways, legitimized right. some aspect of my life when I saw it there. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's amazing when I'm seeing women in positions of leadership because um, 
seeing it just it's a whole other dimension um and in the process you know when that happens women are getting the chance to create a new narrative um our own Mm -hmm. and that's very powerful This is very helpful to hear. Yeah. Um, and side note, I do want to say, like, thank you for being a woman that lifts up other women. Mm-hmm. Because I think that that is something that, you know, we we need, you know. Yeah. Um, I had an amazing woman boss, um, you know, um, years ago when I was a banker. And, um, like, her leadership, her mentorship, her example is something that... Um, like, I don't think I would be the person that I am today. And you probably are that for your people that you've been helping, you know, yeah. like, and. Well, they say with who, who much is given, much is required. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that too happen too many times uh, as a city council person that it matters who's at the table. Yes. Based on the perspective, we could just say, well, I've been through this. So let's change this policy. Let's make some adjustments here because I know there are other people going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. If we have that perspective, but we don't use it to influence Mm. change when we're at the table, then what is it even Mm. worth? And so Mm. for me, I'm in a position where I have employees. I can I don't have to be someone that says, well, we can't do that. You know, it's against policy. I can say, well, uh, I know this is the policy, but as a manager, I have some flexibility in how Mm. we Mm. administer the policy. So for me, this is what I'm going to decide on how to, you know, inter interact with that policy with you but knowing that and using that power and influence rather than just kind of being a victim to whatever's on paper i think we that's how we change things yeah and i mean like you said seat at the table like the the system right now is not was not designed by women you know and if anybody has ever been six weeks postpartum like they know that that is not a good time to go back to work (laughs) thank you who came up with this it's like i'm so vulnerable i I was like are you kidding yeah i'm still in pain i'm still you know this is like running on fumes yes like physically healing from stitches or whatever you know like it's not yeah like Mm -hmm. that is not that was not a decision that was made by a woman i can guarantee you right 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 Mm -hmm. and the beautiful thing is that when we introduce those new perspectives that women have to bring to the table it will benefit all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It's not just going to be, oh, well, women get longer maternity leave. It means men get longer yeah. paternity leave. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to benefit everyone. Letitia, um, I, this is going to be a two-part series. I because love it. We're not going to cut a lot out because yeah. we can't. Okay. Because there's, there's too much here that, that needs to be shared. That's fantastic. Um. And we might need we to do like a follow up to yeah. this, um, maybe when you know when your third book comes out. I don't know, you know. Um, but um, I have two more questions, and one of them is, what doesn't the world know about you yet? Oh, wow! What have we still to learn? I'll tell you one thing that's kind of on my to do list. 
I would love at some point to create a space, maybe not too dissimilar from, from what um, Sam has created here, but a space for women, uh, people of color to have events, to have uh, opportunities for, you know, a, a safe space to to talk. I can't tell you just how many times people are like, do you know space? Do you know a place where I can have something, host something? And I was like, why, why is this such an issue? Mm -hmm. um, but have a place where people can uh, just like have forums or talks or speakers that are, you know, talking about really impactful things, um, speaking truth to power. And yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but I want to be a, a curator at some point of like just amazing in-person content and people interacting and you know I, I want to be kind of overseeing people having ideas and creating plans for change and I don't know what that looks like but I think maybe I don't know after I retire or something I want to have some space where people come and they know when I have something here change is you know a brewing Ooh, so like to women the more I realize like you had imposter syndrome too right. why I wish we'd known so we could have talked about it and we could have explored it um but that space that you're describing mm -hmm. sign me up <laughs> sign us up mm -hmm. it's beautiful yeah it's needed yeah it's it's part of our healing yeah as a yeah. community as as human beings like we need that space no I, I, that for sure that, like space to build empathy and like connect with other people's stories that's exactly how i feel i like to say it's hard to hate up close yeah mm. and so you know when i'm dealing with with folks who are kind of irate in the city about a certain issue i always ask them can we meet for coffee can you meet me at the park uh yeah. i'm dropping my kids off you know the park this park's across the street just meet me there and nine times out of ten, when some someone is so angry over email or on the phone and we meet, we always mm -hmm. find they're, they're either my best friend after or at least we agree to disagree mm -hmm. in a respectful way. And they they usually follow up with um, just a lot of admiration and, and, and respect later on. Um, so I've found that to be successful just to to talk with people face to face and we're losing that yeah. you, you have know. to have the conversation you have and to we need a space to have the conversation yeah yeah mm -hmm. no i totally i'm I, yeah that's what yeah i mean you've we, done that yeah. right 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 i mean it's on our side we idea sharing you know yes like, yes we need to have the conversations mm -hmm. you know we need to have the discourse like not not the arguments but the conversation you know we need to 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 take a moment and talk to each other and listen yeah. more importantly to each other yeah you know it, like you said, it's hard to hate up close. I love that I'm yeah. stealing it. Steal it, take it, yeah. <laughs> that is so true. And mm -hmm. it's 
sometimes people just want to feel heard. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if there isn't a resolution, Mm -hmm. even if there isn't an answer, they can Mm -hmm. walk away feeling like somebody heard me. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg (laughs) was once asked when she would be satisfied with the number of women on the Supreme Court. When there are nine, she said. (laughs) In your opinion, how will we know once women have made it? Mm. When will it be enough? When will we be there? When we stop talking about women as a minority, as an anomaly, when it's part of our normal, you know, culture in society, when we stop talking about the accomplishments of women as though it's some spectacular, you know, unique happenstance. And, you know, if if we treat excellence like it's a normal, you know, adjective and and practice of of women until and then, you know, we're still saying women leaders, women elected. We're not we're we're still there. We're not talking about us in our roles as though, you know, it's synonymous with the role. It's still you know, you're a female CEO, you're a, a you know, a, a female politician, we're still doing that. And so we don't, we won't get there until women, it, it, we're not seen as some anomaly or minority, but when we are treated as half the population, and that, you know, the the leadership roles and the opportunities to, to lead others that it's it's not even a second thought of a woman being in that role it's and then you know but honestly until we have a woman president like everything else is just (laughs) (laughs) like how do how do we not get there have a a a woman as the top person leader in our country and we're talking about all these other leadership roles until that happens how can we really say that we've achieved success and for me i just don't I can't see touting and celebrating that, you know, women are leading in every other facet except that, except that role. So I think that's what it looks like for me, you know, to to see a, a, a woman be president at some point. So we've got a long way to go. Michelle Obama, are you <laughs> Where are you? Are you listening to our podcast? <laughs> yes. So... Thank you for coming yeah. and sharing, you know, and your story in with so much honesty and transparency and vulnerability. I think like women bring that to the table yeah. and it's something so special. Um, so thank you for sharing your story with us. Really thank you for it. having me. This was a, a pleasure. And I just want to thank both of you for just being inquisitive about growing and I think that's how we push each other forward is just being curious about life and about each other. And um, that's how we build that empathetic muscle as well about really wanting to learn about each other and how that can contribute to our own growth. So thank you. Thank you for listening. I want to thank our Vita Bookstore for providing the space and inspiration for this podcast and Kind World for sharing their original music. Tune in next week for another story about you, me, and us. 
Until next time.